everyone, and welcome back to another episode of WTF Are You Talking About? It's not just any episode, though. We got some special treats in you. For in you? We, <laughs> the treats are not in you. <laughs> not yet. As always, I'm joined by my phenomenal, illustrious, talented co-hosts, Ryan and Gabby. Say hello. 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 But we are not just the three of us today. We have a very special guest joining us. We have Chrissy Smith, founder and CEO of Bird and Blend Tea. Chrissy, would you like to say hello? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I am the co-founder of Bird and Blend. We are the UK's expert tea mixologist, which basically means we create totally wacky and flavorful blends of tea. We have 14 stores up and down the country, which we'd love for you to come and hang out in and an online business too. And I do a fair amount of these podcasts and speaking engagements, but usually it's about teaching people about business. So I am <laughs> I'm seriously fangirling about being on the pod because I'm a big fan myself. And I'm just hoping that I can switch my business brain into being somewhat amusing. No pressure. Well, it's very exciting to have you on, especially because we are huge fans of your products. This isn't the first time we've talked about Bird and Blend on the show. And indeed, we've edited this podcast inside our local branch. We have many a time. Yeah. Longtime fans of the show will be familiar with Burden Blend, will be familiar with my long descriptions of being a self-proclaimed beverage bitch and just <laughs> loving any form of fun little beverage. And Burden Blend is the fun beverage of fun beverages. I mean, no one does it like you guys. So we got a super fun docket lined up. Am I the asshole's story is a little bit of a Q&A with Chrissy and a brand new segment. Oh my goodness. I'm asking that we call it spot on. Nobody else likes that though. I, <laughs> we're workshopping it. It's in the lab. Ryan, it's grown on me. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it's, it's grown on me. Well, I'll allow it. We got a brand new segment called Spot On. Stay tuned. We can't wait to have you join us. Welcome to the show. We do all have our burden blend teas right now as well. We do. We're sipping. What are you sipping on? What have you got? I have the chocolate digestive. Nice. I have Dozy Girl, which was maybe a mistake because I mean... (laughs) I'm feeling good for now, but this this will put you to sleep real quick. Are you feeling like a dozy girl? I'll never tell. <laughs> we'll do a check-in at the end of the episode good. and see if you're asleep. Good. Ryan's we'll just passed out, out in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have wedding cake, which we thought was fun and thematic because we have a lot of wedding-themed stories, so we had to give it a go. I had wedding cake the other day. I brewed it for Gabby. Is there popcorn in it? Yeah, there is, like popped rice, yeah. When I first opened the bag, I was like, this is so fun. I love it. We kind of wanted it to be like, you know, the confetti, because traditionally, back in the day, they would throw rice. Oh, yeah. So we were like, oh, if we have rose and rice, maybe it'll make people think of confetti. And then we did actually have a customer contact us once and tell us that they misunderstood that it was a tea. And they brought it, and they had actually used it as actual confetti. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Roy Bush tea at the bride's. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome you back to our bread and butter segment, Am I the Asshole? We'll be going on to Reddit and looking at a series of stories, a mixture of some tea, some gifting, some small businesses, some things that our wonderful guest Chrissy is going to have, the expertise, bringing some to the table that we never could and helping us judge who's the asshole and who's not the asshole. Thank you very much. Gabby, can you kick us off? All right, let's get into it. So, am I the asshole for asking my husband to make me a cup of tea 20 minutes after I told my sister-in-law I didn't need anything? I don't like it when most people fuss over me. So when my sister-in-law asked me if I needed anything, I said no and that I was fine. The only person I'm okay with fussing over me is my husband. So when he asked me 20 minutes later if I was okay and if I wanted something to eat or drink, I asked him if he could make me a cup of tea. After he left the room to make my tea, My sister-in-law asked me why I hadn't asked her and said I was making it look like they weren't looking after me like my husband asked them to. I offered to tell him that they were looking after me, but my sister-in-law is still angry with me after not asking her for tea instead. I honestly didn't think this would be a big deal, as as far as I know, my husband hasn't said anything to his sister or the rest of my in-laws about it. (laughs) I would really hope not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What would he say? 
non-story. Yeah. <laughs> Her continuing to be angry with me is making me wonder if I'm the asshole, though. What do we think? Um, she might need to leave the house. <laughs> like, this is a bizarre situation. I think this is a classic case of you need therapy. <laughs> oh my god! Instantly, we can't be dropping a diagnosis that quickly. I mean. Now, customarily, you offer tea to your guest instantaneously upon them stepping a single atom into your home. <laughs> this is the British way. But I don't think you should be upset if someone says no and then changes their mind like 20 minutes later. Sometimes you're not thirsty. I think it's funny one, isn't it? Because when he said they need therapy, I was like, which one of them? Like, <laughs> the one that like, got a thing about only one person on the planet can make them tea. That's weird. Or the one yes. that's still angry three months later that they weren't able to make someone a cup of tea. It's the yes. time frame. You're right. That's weird, right? I think. <laughs> I mean, I would say to, yeah, to clarify, I think everyone needs therapy here. Um, <laughs> well, the husband seems fine. The, oh, yeah. The husband's just chilling. He's he, he gets a pass. But, but also, um, can we talk about like the sister-in-law wasn't taking care of me like her husband asked her to. Did you catch that line? Oh, you're right. I don't know. I think that that's in, in a situation where everyone was normal. <laughs> I don't think that would be a problem. I think it's just because we're dealing with a, some interesting characters that that general request to be a good host, like, hey, take care of my wife, became a, a, a mountain out of a molehill. I would agree. I think it is probably one of those things that, you know, maybe it was like, oh, she's like new to the family. Take care of her stuff. Mm. And this the sister-in-law was like, I need to be this protector <laughs> for this adult woman. I need she is under my care. She is my ward. <laughs> it's like when you know when you're in a restaurant, you ask someone like, hey, can you watch my bag for a second? Or like if someone asks you and you take it so seriously. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those people, though. <laughs> Because I always want someone to take it seriously if I'm doing it. Oh and my so God, yeah. I always, I'm like, if someone is like, oh, I'm just going to run to the bathroom. I'm like eyes glued on it the whole time. Oh my Nothing's God, Nothing's yeah. happening. <laughs> so what is our verdict? What do we think? I think it's a pretty quick one. I think it's not the asshole. I think there's no assholes here. Mm, the sister-in-law <laughs> is angry for three months over something that is not worth even three seconds of irritation. I, maybe she's like maybe that's not what she's angry about and it's that he is like the thing that is mm. maybe, or Ooh. maybe it's like you know in different cultures sometimes where you eat food and it's really rude to finish a whole plate because it shows that you think they've not been a good host so maybe there's some sort of weird like rules in the sister-in-law's house which are like <laughs> if you don't accept a cup, you have to accept a cup of tea from me <laughs> <laughs> That makes me, you know, a good host. And it's because she said no. She's like broken some sort of unknown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's an insult or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could also see it being the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh-huh. Like you were saying, Chrissy, only her husband can ever take care of her. It feels like she would be maybe an awkward guest to have around, you know? <laughs> like, I'm not sure I'd want her at a dinner party. Certainly not one you're hosting. It's going to be weird if she goes to an actual dinner party and her husband has to, like, make her a plate of food. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I like, was like, how does... Even the recipe book as he walks in, like, you have to prepare food. No fun and no enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you function in society? How do you do anything? She like, goes to order her, like, coffee at the coffee shop and her husband has to go behind the counter and, like, make her espresso. <laughs> her husband's like, hey... Allow me, thank you, please. <laughs> At every restaurant they go into, he's in the kitchen frying stuff up. Yeah, he's on grind every this man. day. <laughs> well, I, I've surprised myself, but I think maybe everybody sucks here. I've I, changed my mind. I think they all suck. <laughs> I think I'm also on everybody suck. It's a pretty gentle everybody sucking. Like mm -hmm. suck almost feels like too harsh of a word. Everybody's stinky here. <laughs> That's awful but yeah i think everyone like i said everyone needs therapy here um that's my <laughs> verdict that's always your verdict i know <laughs> because everyone who's in these stories always just needs to go to therapy uh chrissy what do you think what is your feeling yeah i think i agree everyone's a little bit wonky apart from the husband <laughs> i feel like the husband's probably like an innocent bystander the husband is just like getting worked to the bone trying to take <laughs> care of this woman <laughs> Someone free this man. 
as we will have heard about, Burden Blend does some wonderful gift bundles and is a lovely place if you are looking to get gifts for someone. I got Ryan's Christmas gift from Burden Blend. I got my brother's Christmas gift from Burden Blend. Actually, <laughs> I, now I got my mom's Christmas gift from Burden Blend. <laughs> yeah, I gifted a lot of people Burden Blend this year, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should have shaken that up a bit. But honestly, no, they have really no. good gifts. And so I wanted to find a gift specific story and just check in about the etiquette there and see what we think. So am I the asshole for going to a baby shower without a gift? Um, they started out by saying, I'll try my best to keep this shorter. They lied. They did not. <laughs> um, if this was their best, their, their best is not very good. My 22 best friends, 24 baby shower was last weekend. She invited me by email slash digital card and called me to tell me about it. When I checked the official invite email, I noticed no gift registry. In parentheses, I think that's common for a baby shower. Always has been to other ones I've been to. I've texted my friends and asked her if there was a registry and if I was missing it. She responded, nope, not about gifts for me. Just come and bring your support or something like that. The last sentence kind of implied to me that she wasn't expecting gifts. Pure fiction. Well, baby shower comes along and I'm the only one who didn't bring a real gift there. I gave my friends a nice card a couple of days before the shower, just telling her how happy I am for her, but never bought a gift. And at the actual event, I had nothing at all since I already gave her the card early. I kind of wanted it to be private. I feel dumb. She opens everything from her other friends, diapers, bottles, baby books, and all the regular stuff. And there's nothing at all from me. She kind of gives me a look, but doesn't say anything. Next day, I get a text asking why I didn't give her anything, not even something small. I explained she told <laughs> I explained she told me it wasn't about gifts, so I thought that would be expected. She said I was dense and got clearly upset, then told me, "You're my best friend, but you couldn't even do the bare minimum." I would have bought her something if she didn't say it's not about gifts or there was a registry. It was an honest misunderstanding, and I really do care about her. Am I the asshole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's oh. hear some initial thoughts. Do you ever get a thing where you listen to something and you physically feel the cringe as as if it was? <laughs> <laughs> this is that's, that's basically oh. the entire time recording this show for us. <laughs> Imagine sitting there in the circle and it going round the circle of opening everyone's gifts and sitting there like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. If she's actually said, no, it's not about the gift. It's about your present. Uh, no pun intending. Your <laughs> present is a present. Like, you can't then say afterwards, where's my gift, right? That's not on. I think any time that you're opening a question with, where's my present, you're on <laughs> shaky ground. If you're over the age of like six. Yeah. It's, I. Uh... So are registries common for a baby shower? So, I've never heard of this, but also I'm not the target demo for baby going, shower knowledge. I would have thought that you were that you were flooded with baby shower invitations I, every weekend. I wish. So I've never been to a baby shower. I've been invited to one, and I believe there was a gift registry. Gabby and Chrissy, have you guys been to some? No, I've never been to a baby shower. But I I do have form for taking inappropriate things to like I went to, I went to a, a friend of mine one year old picnic on the beach and totally misjudged it and took a crate of beer and my dog. <laughs> and it, I was the only person without a child and there was no alcohol and there were cute little kids running around and my dog ate the Batman burgers off the barbecue. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was all, I misjudged the situation. And I, I, I love that. It's good to be prepared. Yeah, but I think hilarious. what that reveals about this story is that our protagonist has done everything by the book. She asked about gifts yep. and was lied to. It's one of those things like you don't get what you don't ask for. Because yeah. I was definitely the kind of person like when I was like first like dating people, they'd be like, oh, what do you want for Valentine's Day? And I'm like, I just want to hang out with you. We don't have to do anything special. Your presence is present enough. And then like we wouldn't do anything. And I'd be like, well, this sucks. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, <laughs> I, I want flowers. And so like you do just kind of if you don't ask, you don't get exactly like you shouldn't say it's not about the gifts and then get pissed off that you don't have a gift. She was testing her. Right. It was like a horrible friendship test of, well, you should have known that obviously I'd want. Is that what that was? Um, I don't know. Actually, I do have another interesting story here with one of my friends who is actually a lovely person. 
Yeah. Great way to start. Yeah. Caveat, she is awesome. Uh-huh. She had an engagement picnic and um, <laughs> she ended up scratching people off her wedding list because they didn't smile enough at the engagement picnic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Honestly? It was completely a test. It was an absolute... It, we were auditioning to get a place at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Can't even yeah, lie. Yeah. I kind of love that. that I, is she? She's badass. She's yeah. taking no shit. <laughs> she's like, hey, it's however much ahead to have these people uh-huh. at oh my, my God, wedding. Yeah. You're not smiling at my engagement picnic. You are. You are off. Yeah. <laughs> I want these guests like ranked right there, yeah. and then we're gonna see her like on an MI the asshole for yeah. being like for being um, like. <laughs> Am I the asshole for uninviting people because they didn't smile? Am I the asshole for not smiling enough at my friend's engagement party? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's so good. Weddings weddings, and babies, man. They bring out something special in people. Yeah. And for Chrissy, picnics also, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, for anyone, we didn't really have any questions about this, but there was an edit in the story that says... Edit found her exact text since pe- some people wanted it for clarification. Her literal texts were no registry to exclamation points. Just bring your support for me and my new family, please. Smiley face. And not really about a gift for me after that. I responded with, okay, sounds good. I'll definitely be there for you then. See you there. And she liked that text. To me, it was clear all she expected was, quote unquote, my support. She's not the asshole. That's no. the smoking gun right there. She's definitely... Not the asshole. Shall we visit the comments, though? Sure. Yeah. Everyone sucks here. Going to be a really unpopular one. Your friend for brushing it off and being all like, don't buy gifts for me, clue there, and then giving you a hard time. But this is your best friend. Would you have gone to her birthday party with no gift? Any party my close friend invited me to, I would still turn up with a gift, even if it was a bottle of wine. Classic gift for a For woman. a baby shower? <laughs> yeah. I love gifting wine to pregnant women. I mean, I would, clearly. <laughs> no matter what your friend said, I would still have turned up with a gift, dot, 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 and all caps, for the baby. Forget about the baby. I will say... That is a good point. The text said, don't get a gift for me because I guess the gifts are technically for the baby. But that is, it's too much. Yeah. Life is already hard enough. You don't need to be encoding your wishes. But also that's where the registry comes in, right? I mean, again, I've not been to a baby shower, but to my knowledge, they have a registry in the same way that people have a wedding registry with like items for the baby and stuff. Yeah, so they don't end up with like four prams or something. I mean, if you're taking a pram to a baby shower, I need to make friends with you urgently. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I did. I did not realize how expensive those were. And then my manager right now is is pregnant and she's trying to find one. And I'm like, oh, my God, child care. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. But anyways, yeah, this comment. I guess, yeah, she could have turned up with something like a tea. Would have, you know, been lovely. <laughs> Product placement. Um, <laughs> We're on message. <laughs> <laughs> but the friend still said point blank, no gifts. And so she can't be mad. No. Even if you're thinking, okay, well, she said no, and I'm still going to get her something anyways, because she's just like that. She still sucks. I'm not having it. Yeah. Our writer, not the asshole. Not the asshole. Yeah. There's just a number of people in the comments saying like, people never mean that. They always want gifts. They're adults. And I think we could take them at their word. (laughs) Not the asshole. Not the asshole. If it weren't for the baby. Should I uh, read, am I the asshole for making my partner brew his tea outside because I hate the smell? Or am I the asshole because I want my wife to drink my tea less? I think tea outside funnier. We'll check it out. Do it. Am I the asshole for making my partner brew his tea outside because I hate the smell? I, 26 female, and my partner, 27 male, Mike, fake name, by the way. Thank you. Definitely cool. fake name. No one's named Mike. Wait, is it your co-founder? My co-founder Mike. Yeah. Mike, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's sorry, right. Mike. We love you. <laughs> oh, 
Mike, I'm going to issue a, a notes app apology to all the mics in the world. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Emma is over party. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to be canceled by the mics. <laughs> Should we keep Mike then as the, the name? <laughs> Is of course. Funny. Yeah. Okay. So just imagine. You're asking me to judge whether Mike is the asshole, which is what I do on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Go for it. Oh, I forgot that how this one was written. Me and my partner, Mike, have been dating for three years. We have just moved into our own apartment together, and it was pretty slay. Our apartment. <laughs> our apartment is sort of small, though, but we have this balcony off the living room that has a table on it. Everything was perfect, and I knew he was a tea drinker from the beginning. But ever since we moved, it has become a serious problem. He makes a cup of tea every morning and every night, which is ridiculous because, in my opinion, tea has just as much caffeine as coffee. Um, Chrissy, confirm or deny? <laughs> not for a cup. It does for gram, though, but not for a cup, though. Uh, okay. way more caffeine in a cup of coffee than in a cup of tea. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but in her opinion, tea has just as much. So yeah. we're going to call that invalid. What are your qualifications on this, Chrissy? Oh, no offense to tea drinkers, though. Sorry, but it's true. Every time he makes it, he decides to make a huge mug, which, to be honest, he doesn't even finish. And every time he makes it, it stinks out the whole apartment, even the bathroom. It, it pisses me off. When he first made it, I asked him, what is that awful stench was? And he said it was some jasmine tea. And I thought jasmine was supposed to smell nice, but I guess I was wrong. Whenever he would make it, I would just lock myself in our room. But I don't want to be a prisoner in my own home. So I decided to confront him about it. Mission control, we have a belligerent dumbass here. I told him that I hated the smell of his tea and to stop drinking it because it made me gag. He was unreasonable. <laughs> He's so unreasonable. <laughs> And told me to grow up and deal with it. Best relationship ever just dropped, by the way. <laughs> um, it's not pretty slay anymore. No. <laughs> this made me really angry and upset. So while he was sleeping, I took an extension cord and plugged the jug into it and put it on the table on the balcony. He was confused when he woke up. And I told him that if he wanted to keep drinking his tea... He would have to make it and drink it outside on the balcony. The balcony has a shit view, so I knew it won't be perfect. What? I, I, I don't know. Why is that the issue? I, I told him that it was me or the tea, and this was the only way to coexist. He started yelling very mean things at me and told me to grow up and that in that moment I was making the decision hard. I was very upset at this and yelled that I think he thinks his tea is more important than our relationship. He moved the jug back inside and started making tea, which just sent me over the edge. So I packed a bag and have temporarily moved in with my girlfriends. Oh, my God. I have tried to reach out and ask if he has reconsidered, but I have had no response. I think I have been reasonable. That is not correct. I have to live there, too. And I pay one third of the rent, which he was happy with. So, yeah. Tell me, people have read it. Am I the asshole? Thanks, babes. Thanks, babes. My God. For what it's worth, I want to go get drunk with this girl and just <laughs> listen to her talk. <laughs> She's the worst person I've ever met. I want to travel the world with her. Don't even know where There's a little recovery period. Off I know. Of the I know. I have so much. So much to unpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Mike and this girl? <laughs> well, the first thing I was like, you know, when she said, I knew from the start that he was a tea drinker. It's like, you know, like online dating. And it's like, you've got to put a smoker icon if you're a smoker. Like, I, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> they were a smoker. I did know. Like, is that the thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this like, is what I signed up for. The relationship's really great. But there is just like this big red flag. Like he, yeah. he's a tea drinker. So jasmine tea doesn't smell bad no she's just wrong on that and to my knowledge tea just smells good but i'm not a tea expert chrissy are there any teas that might provoke a more reasonable response where people are like oh that is not great <laughs> well i've never heard of anyone that like would literally leave their house or like it sounds like she's doing a sniff test in every room when she said I'm in the bathroom and I can smell it like imagine her going around each room and sitting in the bathroom <laughs> like, like literally like, taking a big whiff um, yep, here too like jasmine smells like it smells like flowers like floral and then mm. you get these like lapsang which I actually don't like the smell of I think that smells like you've burnt toast on top of a campfire <laughs> <It's not laughs> <I> <laughs> which is 
not to my taste. Or you can get really strong, like herbal teas that maybe smell quite vegetal or grassy. But it's not going to stink the whole house out. And it's only for, what, 20 minutes? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, even if there are ones that smell bad, like, because obviously, you know, I'm like, I think jasmine smells lovely. I get that everyone has their different scent preferences and stuff, and someone might not like the smell of it. There is no way it's stinking up the entire house. No. I don't mean to burst your bubble, but it's even making it into the bathroom. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the way she was like, so in the middle of the night, I took an extension cord. Well, he slept. And I moved the jug outside. How does she keep calling it the jug, by the way? I think that they're American. Mm. <sighs> well because fun fact to all of the british listeners electric kettles are not like the the move in the states no we don't have them really no my mom just got one they're kind of starting to make it over there my mom just got one and she's so excited oh she just got a jug she just received a jug yes (laughs) have you seen the um the tiktoks that are like americans trying to make tea like how to make loosely tea and they're like tearing tea bags open and putting them in the coffee percolators or the one where they're like microwave milk and then pour leaves into the cup and try to drink it like this is how the british make tea like by an american i'm I'm like oh my my god God. that is also i mean the british rep for food and bev is already so weak we don't need americans polluting the information (laughs) space by saying like oh the brits microwave their milk who does that and then just put the tea leaves like straight into it and then do you just eat them stir it and then drink it with the leaves still in it really bad really bad adds adds a nice bit of texture you know yeah (laughs) i love it Chrissy, you need to like go on TikTok and just be like, like stitch those videos and be like Gordon Ramsay and just like go in. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah. hilarious. That would be hilarious. Yeah, her moving the quote unquote jug outside mm. in the middle of the night. And uh, sorry, also the bit of being like, and the balcony view wasn't good. So I knew he wouldn't like it. That'll teach him. That'll teach him. He has to brew his tea with a bad view no it's the fact that you've moved the kettle outside and because you're acting insane that's another confirmation that they're american because you couldn't just do that in the uk because it would be raining by the time you woke up yeah (laughs) and then all of a sudden you've electrocuted yourself so i think we're all in agreement uh not the asshole right she's a legend Honestly, her ending it with thanks, babes, sent me over the edge because you know that she's writing this and not thinking. She thinks she's in the right. She's convinced she's right. I think she genuinely went on Reddit being like, see, everyone's going to tell me that like, yes, this was valid. This is good. Look, I support women's rights and women's wrongs. Yes. (laughs) So I can pull a few uh, words from the comments here. Go for it. And I will say the top comment was my first thought as well. Although I didn't think it in these words. <clears throat> You're the asshole. Jasmine tea doesn't stink. Are you preggers? <laughs> I was also thinking that, but I didn't want to just like start making things up. Yeah, right. It's it's poor form. However, maybe though, if she's like that responsive to smells. Also that hormonal. <laughs> I was yeah. Say, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess if you're pregnant, a smell like that, like a specific smell. I mean, my mom has only just started eating smoked salmon again after she ate it once while pregnant with my older brother. So it's been like 30 years and she has finally picked it back up again. But she yeah. couldn't she couldn't smell it. She couldn't do anything for years. And so like maybe but we have no proof. And so I think that we cannot use that in our verdict. However, living together was very slay. So you never know. <laughs> so I have a, a little comment chain here that I maybe we can do a little learning. <clears throat> okay. You're the asshole. Tea doesn't stink. And then someone has responded to that comment with, nah, some tea stank. <laughs> OP it. is an asshole, but miss me with that. Reishi business? I'm not sure how to say this word. It's R-E-I-S-H-I. Reishi? Reishi? Is anyone familiar with this? It's Reishi. No. It's it's mushrooms. It's mushroom tea. Oh. Oh. Uh, The Californian coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely think they are right. It is a really bad smell. Yeah. Yeah. The mushroom teas are, are valid. They are pretty stinky. They're like medicinal. They're adaptogenics. Reishi, I think, is for... 
anxiety, but I could be wrong. But making me anxious. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this dude's not making. Or I mean, I don't know. Unless they're super rich, reishi mushrooms are super expensive. We also know he's making jasmine. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So where where are we landing on this? I am sticking with not the asshole. You- she is a girl boss, <laughs> and I love her. I cannot endorse this. <laughs> Honestly, she's gonna like show up into your room in the middle of the night and just be like, "Hey." Thanks, babes. And then she'll fade away. <laughs> like like a whisper on a dream. To go like put more people's kettles outside <laughs> doing her work. I, as much as I would love to support women's wrongs, you're the asshole. She she can't be out here doing this. And then being like, it's me or the tea and her boyfriend choosing the tea <laughs> is phenomenal, honestly. I have thoroughly enjoyed this story, but you're the asshole. Yeah. Chrissy? Yeah, I think you're the asshole. However, I'm going to say that they do sound like a legend. So I think (laughs) the partner just isn't the right partner because if she goes on to find someone that really loves the crazy and they're like the drama, then she's still going to be an asshole. But yeah, (laughs) I think this dude's like, I can't be bothered with this. He's not messaged her back. That's a bit sucky. So I think mm. if you're going to enter this relationship with her, you're probably going to need to love the drama. So, yeah. Yep. I kind of want to see this person as like a Love Island or a Bachelor. Yes. in the exact same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I need that. Okay, well, I'll get in touch with her. Let her know we found her a job. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Gabby? Gubulous? <laughs> it... I mean, she's got to be the asshole. She is someone's dream girl. She's not this man's dream girl. She's my dream girl. <laughs> I was going to say, she's my dream girl, but she's, except not, she'd make me bring my tea outside. Before we do our next story, if we're making choices between tea or Mike, Chrissy, what, what would you pick? <laughs> yeah, tea every time, I think. <laughs> Don't worry, we won't, we won't tell Mike. No, it's, it'll stay between us. Incredible. <laughs> Segwaying on from Am I the Asshole, now that we've listed out all of our verdicts and, you know, sent people to court, we thought we would move on to a little bit of a Q&A, an interview with Chrissy, to hear a little bit more about Burn Blend. We got some fun questions listed here. I want to start us out pretty simple. What is your all-time favorite blend? Ever. Um, I feel like this might be like picking a favorite child for you, but... It is. Um, <laughs> bear in mind, I have created over 400 blends. So 400? Whoa. <laughs> that is a big catalog to choose from that's so many children i know too many way too many (laughs) (laughs) the tax Um, breaks though (laughs) think of how many prams you need (laughs) i think my favorite of all time is probably spiced pumpkin pie because (gasps) i'm just all about the autumn vibe and halloween is like my christmas you're gonna make emma cry and it just tastes like pie in a cup and i've got a sweet tea so i've got little bats in it like little fun little sprinkles that are bats it's freaking bats i love halloween yeah i think it's really cool so that's my all-time favorite i think of all of them that we've ever done amazing is that one coming back this autumn yeah it comes back every autumn and it's huge like we sell tons and tons and tons of it to sure. these two specifically yeah it's all us <laughs> just us we bought them all <laughs> gabby and i are both white girls from the u.s we love a good pumpkin flavor we are pumpkin spice girlies i so. love being basic <laughs> and i love autumnal drinks i love the pumpkin flavor it's so good it's yeah. so good um, yeah. I currently have a bag that I'm kind of just savoring of not the spice pumpkin pie, but baby spice. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm like very slowly going through it because I know it won't be back for a while. And so I was like, I don't want to finish it yet. But yeah, so I'm counting down the days already to autumn. Oh, I love a good autumnal drink. It's so good. But you said you've done 400 before. Are there any that just like haven't worked out or like you tried really hard and just couldn't release it? Yeah, loads. Like, there's some that I go after one flavor and then you taste it and you're like, oh, that wasn't what I was aiming for, but it actually works with something else. That happens quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, some of the craziest ones I've tried to do that I haven't nailed yet. I tried to make a roast dinner tea once. Oh, roast oh. dinner. Like, you're like Willy Wonka, all the energy yeah. of a Sunday dinner. It came about because we wanted to do an April Fool's and 
they were like, oh, let's April Fool's that we did a Sunday dinner blend. And I actually was like, that's a great idea to do. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually ended up with two blends that we launched as a result of that round, which was mint sauce and seasonal stuffing. Oh, and candied yams we did as well. Oh, candied yams sounds good. But I still haven't managed to nail, like, I want it to be, you literally sit through all the different elements in one cup. I'm yeah, just imagining that, it. That would be the craziest, I think. Like, a gravy, almost. Huh? It is very Willy Wonka-esque, like you said. Well, speaking of Wonka and, and designing these crazy blends, I don't know if it's too revealing. I don't want you to give away all the trade secrets, but can you walk us through what some of the process is for creating a blend? Yeah, so I just gather ideas and feedback from all over the place, but it isn't just necessarily food flavors. It can be things like colors, like we did an ultraviolet matcha a few years ago because it was the Pantone color of the year. And oh, fun. Um, yeah, and there's like cocktails and uh, cereal colors, travel what you feel like when you're on the beach, all sorts of vibes like that. So I like to have a notebook with me all the time and make notes all the time about ideas. And then once a year, we do really big sessions trying to bring some of these to life and create and sample hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of blends and kind of mark them all through. And we traditionally slurp the teas. That's the actual phrase. It's a bit like wine tasting. You have to like slurp the tea, make as much more... <laughs> and like spray it all over your tongue and it's really fun teaching someone to do that for the first time because we have classes in the stores where you can come and learn about tea blending and we teach them how to slurp and it's really funny because (laughs) sometimes people actually inhale (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) and they're like like trying not to cough Um, (laughs) technically you're supposed to spit the tea out as well and but I don't I don't do that but <laughs> <laughs> wait why why would you have to spit the tea out with wine it's like so you don't get drunk but with tea no. it, it's just tea I think it's because in a traditional tea tasting environment you'd be trying hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cups of tea a day oh, like you end up oh, full wow. up on tea yeah you need to kind of yeah not need to be constantly going to the bathroom yeah right, right. <laughs> yeah that would be <laughs> a lot yeah <laughs> I wish we could get a, a slurping tutorial, but I think for an audio-only podcast, that would be... <laughs> the ASMR community would love it, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, ASMR community would love it. But yeah, so you taste them all, and then how do you decide, like, how do you narrow down what the favorites are? We rank them against the aroma, flavor, and visual as well. So you look at the visual of the blend, the aroma of the dry blend, make it hot and cold, smell the... It's called liquor, smell the liquor, look at how clear it is. And then mark it on all those things and also whether it's close to the original brief. And then we just go through rounds and rounds and rounds of redevelopment until hopefully we get to the end result. But the first round is bonkers because there's there's all the crazy. Like I tried to do a sea salt Earl Grey. Um, Oh, um, yum. I love Earl Grey. Everyone loves Earl Grey. Yeah. Maybe we could expand the range. So we looked at like sea salt Earl Grey, chocolate Earl Grey. Latsang Earl Grey, but none of them worked. They were just, it was like salty washing up liquid. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, like, I can no, see that. Not a good idea. Oh, no. I'll bear that in mind. Yeah. Any Earl Grey or chai variation is honestly guaranteed to like be my, be my favorite. It's so good. So good. Speaking of classes and, you know, doing tutorials and stuff, Ryan and I have done a matcha tutorial. So for context, if you go into a bird and blend store, they'll kind of teach you at the matcha, do the tutorial, show you how to make it, that kind of stuff. We're big matcha fans. We got a matcha tutorial in our local store, which was so fun. Gabby was not there and Gabby does not really know much about matcha. And (laughs) we told her not to research anything in anticipation for this question. Yes. So this is me being very vulnerable right now. I have no idea what matcha is. And I feel like I should. I feel like it's so like in the zeitgeist right now. You're in the demo for sure. I am smack in the middle of the demographic and I feel like I would love it, but I have no idea what it is. So I would love to get an expert's explanation. And also like (laughs) what makes Bird and Blend matcha special? Yeah, like the ultraviolet. Like I'm, I'm so curious. 
Yeah, so I think first thing is it's fine to feel like that. That's one of the reasons that we wanted to have the spaces on the high street. Like, So in theory, anyone can come in and you shouldn't need to know anything about tea and you're not supposed to feel embarrassed or silly and our team will help you out. Tea can be a bit um, elitist and snooty. Like people could be like, oh, you don't know what the origin of state is of your first <laughs> or the year or the vintage. Um, like, but I just want people to be able to say, what is this? Yeah, and to give you the first look view, I think you'd you'd look at it and be it looks a bit like swamp water. It's bright green. It doesn't look appealing. It's a powder, so it's also a bit confusing. But it's basically Japanese green tea that's ground down traditionally on a stone plate. The actual tea leaves ground into a fine powder, and it's got thousands of years of heritage of preparing it for traditionally spiritual reasons and then health as well. But we've kind of done a burn and blend twist on it in that we always do things that are fun and flavorful. So we do flavored matcha. So you can get different flavors of matcha, like strawberries and cream matcha, peach cobbler, ultraviolet, all different flavors. So you take half a teaspoon of it and then you have to whisk it into the liquid. So you add your hot water, whisk it in a like W shape. Yeah, you can have a demo in store. And then you can turn it into either a hot cup of tea where you can add milk if you want to. Or the way I like it is you can then shake it over ice. So you can make a lemonade by adding lemonade or add milk to have like an ice matcha latte. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually a fan of the taste of matcha on its own. It's quite vegetal and grassy, but it's really, really good for you. Like mm. it's got like three times the caffeine hit of an espresso, but you don't get any crash. Really? Yeah, it's absorbed into your bloodstream at a lower rate and it's packed full of vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. It's like a superfood, basically. So we're on a bit of a mission to teach people about it so that you can enjoy it and actually like the taste of it is what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sounds incredible. Oh, yeah. You've done a good job of educating here. I saw Gabby lean just that little bit, yeah. <laughs> little bit closer when you said the caffeine hit. Look, I think we're going to have to get one for Ryan after all the dozy girl he's been sipping on all night. It's true. It's true. <laughs> We, we got some charcoal matcha from Bird and Blend in the cabinet right now. I mean, <laughs> you do. The matcha was actually my introduction to Bird and Blend because when I was first looking for a place to live, it was like springtime a couple years ago. Someone was outside with little cups of your lemon matcha, yeah, but like turned into a latte and it had vanilla syrup in it, and it tasted like drinking a lemon pound cake. It was phenomenal, and and yeah, I've always liked matcha because I do quite like a bit of like the grassy flavor and stuff but I was like wait I can have matcha without having it <laughs> like because I'm like I like it and I know that it's like really good for me and so I do drink matcha quite a lot but I was like wait this can be better like, <laughs> so yeah I was that sold me right there well on the topic of the storefront that is a mainstay of Burden Blend. It's iconic, the sort of experience you can get going to the store. And also we know that's a big deal for your business practices. That highlights a big mission of Burden Blend, which is to make it accessible. But if you'll indulge us, pretend money is no object at all. What is the dream Burden Blend store look like for you? Uh, I think for me, it's a cross between, I would love to open like the department of tea, like yes. four massive stories, big yes. building, like a department store, but just full of tea. So you could have like a matcha bar on one floor where it's just all matchas, infused milks, matcha cookies, matcha ice cream. And then you could have a whole blending room where you could blend your own teas and create all different flavors, a whole floor that was dedicated to workshops where you could take classes and maybe a giant tea wall, so all 400 blends on the wall, like wall to wall, that would be really cool. Or maybe like a little zen space where the dozy girl and the sleepy tea usually could like, yeah. I don't know, where? lie in a bath, not on, maybe not naked. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you are right on the money. Let's get full on Turkish baths. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to take us back to the storefront real quick because I got two suggestions I want to run past you. Just to, you know... I, Get get your your two cents on the matter. What do you think about throwing a bar space? Yeah. The baby spice cold with a little bourbon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Would be good. Yeah, right. That's going in. Let's put that in the department of tea. Tea bar. Fantastic. My next suggestion in this one, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's a little weirder, but um sculpture of a Tyrannosaurus Rex made out of tea. <laughs> a T Rex. Yeah. Oh t- my God. I didn't even think about that. I just wanted a dinosaur, but you're right. It is a T-Rex. <laughs> I thought you were 
making a play on it being a tease. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was doing. Yeah. He's a master. Yeah, let's mind. put him in there. He'd be great. Or, or like, um, he could maybe wear a little T-shirt that says T-Rex, so everyone gets the fun. Yeah. A T-shirt, a T-shirt on a T-Rex <laughs> made of tea. Oh, we're too powerful. We're just too good. <laughs> All right, we'll end the show here. That's it. We're done. Yeah, let's just wrap it up. Post moment of refreshment to refill our teacups, which means we get to ask again, what's everybody drinking now? Oh, I'm still on the wedding cake. I switched into the chocolate digestive. Honestly, the dozy girl, it was too powerful. I got to have the top <laughs> chocolate digestive, juice myself back up. Yeah, I'm chocolate digestive again. It's my go-to when I'm at home. I've switched over onto wedding cake because I am, I, I love a rooibos tea. And you know, who doesn't love a wedding cake? Representation for Dozy Girl still. We do still stand. <laughs> my favorite thing about Dozy Girl is the color change that it does. It's so pretty. Have you tried um, Decha Dreaming? I have not tried that one. Right, that one next, because it's like Dozy Girl, but slightly less floral with a hint of apple. That's really Ooh. good. It does the same thing. It's the same sort of sleepy ingredients. So, and if you love Roybus, you should try Moondrop Dreams, because that's like lemon drops and lavender Roybus. Tastes like lemon cake with a hint of lavender, which sounds a bit gross, but it's great. Was that one in the advent calendar this year? I think so. I remember that one. It was a favorite. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, that's basically a perfect lead-in to our next segment, which I have so lovingly named Spot On. We are going to be going through a list of various characters and creatures and cosmos from all around the place, and we're going to ask Chrissy to suggest what she thinks would be an excellent burden blend tea to serve them if they were coming over for a cuppa. All right. We will go ahead and start with our problematic fave. I don't even know who I was going to say for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say our problematic fave, King Charles. King Charles. Okay, straight in there. Gabby, <laughs> don't even lie. Anyone who listens to this show knows that he is not your problematic fave. He's your problematic <laughs> enemy. Him and his fingers. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's where I went to straight away. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, should I be like really respectful and PC of our you know, state leader and be like, oh, he's got a really tough job. Maybe he needs something to chill him out. And then I thought, no, he needs something, <laughs> <laughs> he needs something for his circulation because he's got some something going on there with those fingers. <laughs> so what did you end up, what would you end up serving him if he came around? So I ended up with deep breath because that is good for your circulation, good for your, like, immune system. It chills you out as well. Um, he needs to take a chill, I think. <laughs> yeah he's got a tough job and he needs to sort out yeah i think that makes yeah. a lot of sense the circulation is an excellent call because i think um he just needs to let some of the pressure out of the out of the fingers they're just overfilled yeah <laughs> during the coronation all the close-up shots of his hands while he like put on rings and gloves i was like they're doing this man dirty like whoever is <laughs> controlling the camera Knows that he gets memed about all the time for this. And they're just staying on just close-up shots. And I'm like, damn. Of either his hands or someone put joke fake hands over his real hands <laughs> at the start of the ceremony. It's like wearing foam fingers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just the scene from everything, everywhere, all at once. But just oh like my God. the hot dog hands. <laughs> okay. I God think save the king. <laughs> My country. No, no wrong do country. <laughs> Wait, wrong country as well. Wait. We yes, just... it's the same. Yes, you, you stole the national anthem of the UK and made it an American song. We sampled it. I'm going to go with actually my problematic fave. Noah, I take that back. She's just my fave. She's not problematic and she deserves rights. Anne Boleyn herself. Yeah, okay. So I think she's a legend. Same. <laughs> yep. Like, she was like the original sassy wife that was not going to be told what to do, right? And ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, but like, she stood up for what she wanted, and then her husband was not impressed, and she lost her head for it. But, you know, respect for that. So I think she either needs a really strong, powerful brew to represent how kind of revolutionary she was or she needs something to kind of help her find her center again because she's literally lost her head, right? Yeah. <laughs> literally gone. 
Now, you've actually mentioned that matcha was used for like restorative medicinal purposes. Is there any for decapitation? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but I'm also going to write that down as a <laughs> NPD idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that could be like a Halloween campaign or something. Oh, absolutely. Just a decapitation. I'm going to stop there. (laughs) I'm not going to finish whatever thought I was going to say. Well, now, you know, you guys got to do your faves, problematic or otherwise. So that means I get to do mine. Ursula the Sea Witch from The Little Mermaid. Please don't laugh. Okay, so I think she's going to have something like, we have a tea called Pan Galactic Gargoyle Blaster. um, Okay. which is obviously themed um, Hitchhiker's Guide, but it brews like a really dark purple, black purple that makes me think of Ursula, right? And it's got glitter in it because oh. I think she's actually quite a glitzy, she's sophisticated. She's Absolutely. a lady. Absolutely. And she gets a bit of a bad rep. You kind of like want to hang out. I want to hang out with her, but I do know that she would probably kill me if she, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think if you kept the tea gin flowing, mm-hmm. you'd be having a good night. It's once yeah. the bottle runs out that you got to watch out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to like uphold how like, powerful she is. She wants to be like the, the queen, the mm-hmm. queen. So she needs like the glitter and the glam. I think that's really important to her. I think that's that's a perfect selection. Okay. So speaking of glitzy, glamorous queens, Taylor Swift, what would you serve this girl? Well, I think that Taylor's, she's like the sweetest, nicest person. Like she is and she knows it and it's part of her. She just owns the fact that she's just sweet and kind and talented, right? And she's obviously a massive, massive queen when it comes to the LGBTQ plus allyship community and they love her and I think mm-hmm. she's so sweet. And she needs something that's like colorful, fun, flavorful, that's going to make you kind of smile when you drink it and just oozes the same sort of energy. And maybe something like Mermaid Mist or um, oh. Raspberry Ooh. that changes color. Yeah, I think she needs something fun and colorful. But, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, think. Do you have a matcha blend that makes people not like Maddie Healy? <laughs> uh. <laughs> That one's for the Swift heads. Swift heads? The Swifties. I'm sorry. <laughs> I burned my tongue on the tea. It's, it's been a whole, I've been struggling for going a couple minutes. A lot. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You're really going through it over there. I am. I think that when Taylor announces her tour dates to come to the UK, I think that you guys should match a tea with each era of Taylor Swift. That sounds like a fantastic challenge. I think that that would be really fun. And I think that there's, there's some scope there. Um, but also I'll do anything related to Taylor Swift. Yeah. You're just trying to massage the CEO of this company to give you more reasons to talk about Taylor Swift. (laughs) I spent about 80% of my time talking about Taylor and the other 20% of the time I was praying for someone else to bring her up so I could talk about her more. Now I would like to talk about the original queen of music. What are we going to serve to Freddie Mercury? I feel like, you know, we were talking about Ursula. I think Ursula would be friends with Freddie Mercury, right? I agree with yeah. that. Same. I mean, not that he was like evil. Um, no, no, but they still, they both have a flair for the androgynous dramatic. Yeah, yes. Exactly, exactly. And so I think he's going to want something like high energy, maybe something to pep him up. Again, maybe something glittery and colorful mm-hmm. to match his vibe. It's going to be a difficult one to find a tea that's, that's good enough for Freddie, I think. Although, if you thought it was difficult to figure out a tea for Freddie Mercury, what would you serve to a platypus? <laughs> this one was ridiculous because, as I said earlier, I genuinely thought that that was the name of some sort of rapper or TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it so like, would be I... a SoundCloud rapper with 15 followers. Exactly. Yeah. I was just like, I am not cool enough for this podcast because I don't know who a platypus is. <laughs> <laughs> We cancel the recording. It's not yeah. happening. <laughs> so I actually, my first thought went to how difficult it would be for a platypus to even drink tea. And that was, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right, it's going it's to struggle. Um, and then I went a little bit rogue when I was chatting to my friend about it. I was like, got to choose a tea for a platypus. And they said something incredibly rogue, which so we have a tea called rhubarb and custard. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, rhubarb and custard, obviously. And I was like, what? Why is that obvious? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> they said these words. Oh, because a platypus is the only mammal that can make its own custard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, I mean, 
That is incredible. But yeah, because it's, it lays eggs and it produces milk. Yeah. Oh um, my God. It, it, it can do it all. You, you can't argue with logic like that. Our <laughs> selling point with the... With the- <laughs> We're just feeding you the marketing ideas now. You know? Yeah, exactly. Just- Are platypi a big target demo for burger blends? <laughs> I don't know. We need to test whether they're a bigger or a smaller market than the decapitated. (laughs) (laughs) Than decapitated ghosts. (laughs) I'm so glad you got down her exact quote as well. You wouldn't want to misquote her on that one. That's perfect. Thank you to Georgina for that one. That was, (laughs) that was beautiful. Fantastic. Um, Another absolute legend. Well, Jack the Ripper. He's legendary. He is legendary. So if we want to move on from the decapitated demographic to the murderer demographic. <laughs> Decapitating. The decapitator. Yeah. My head went to, okay, so he's definitely nocturnal, right? So he needs something to yes. keep him up. Mm. Yeah. Keep him up through the night. So maybe maybe a matcha would be good because of the caffeine levels. Do you have a red matcha? We don't have a red matcha, but we do have a matcha cocktail we do over Halloween that's like the green of the matcha. And then it's the strawberry matcha. We put strawberry syrup around the glass and it looks like. So maybe he needs that with like a real like garnish in the cocktail that maybe like a syringe or red gin or something that you can add into it. Nice. And he's a bit, he lives life on the edge, right? He's into like exciting. (laughs) You know, he's got to stay fueled. His adrenaline's probably going all night. He's. Probably walking a lot of miles. I think he oh, needs absolutely. An and a cocktail. In a similar vein, vampire legend Edward Cullen of Twilight fame. Yeah, so we have a tea called Campfires and Vampires. Which, Flawless. Yeah, which was developed to have the scents and smells and flavors of some of the most iconic vampires in literature. So I literally looked through my favorite books and my favorite films, and there's a comment in most of them about like the scent. You know, vampires are supposed to have that scent that attracts them to people they want to kill. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like cloves, cinnamon, rose. So the tea's really, really tasty, but it's called Campfires and Vampires. And I feel like this is probably a nod to Edward Cullen or maybe the dude who plays him because he's, I don't know, he he thinks he's a bit of a god, doesn't he? I mean, Edward Cullen kind of does and maybe he does, right? And he's a bit of a heartthrob. So I think he'd probably think that that blend was created just for him, but it's actually the name is a nod to my favorite Jerry Cinnamon song. Love that. Campfires and Vampires would be a good one. Yeah, I do like it. One thing that throws me off a little, right, is if you're saying that the tea was created to mimic scent of vampires, I don't think I would enjoy having a cup of tea that smelled like me. Edward Cullen would. <laughs> he is so self-absorbed. Yeah, he definitely would. Thinking. Yes, absolutely. He's so angsty. No one understands exactly. me. Exactly. No for Chrissy. <laughs> no one else would appreciate this tea in the way that I do. Um, yeah, I like it in a cooler and deeper way than everyone else. Yes. We have three left if we each want to take one. I know which one I want. All right, go for it. I think I know which one you want as well. I think I do too. Go for it. I think you guys are both wrong because I need to know what the preferred warm or cold leaf steeped beverage is for Rubius Hagrid. That's what I thought. <gasps> She knows me. She knows me. So I, my first thought went to where he lived in the outdoors and the smoke of his cabin. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a smoky lap tank tea. But I actually think that's probably a bit too highbrow for Hagrid. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree. Probably got yeah. quite simple taste in life. Yeah. And also, I think Hagrid might be a bit cheeky. He's a bit of a cheeky chap, I think. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> is. You think? He's this like, man, oh, like yeah. smuggled dragons. Yeah. yeah. So I bet maybe that's not kind of yeah mischievous enough for him. I think he'd be in the sticky chai maybe area. I think it's like a classic chai, but with a bit of a twist. Got some fun flavors in there, so he can like kind of be a bit cheeky and gonna be able to make it on his like open fire with his pan. Like he's not fancy <laughs> brewing tools; he can just make it in the pan. Yeah. Gonna keep him warm. Like classic, like with the milk in there as well. How like has oh, he would totally do that. I'm sp- I'm talking about him as if he's like an old friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so rubious. Am I, I right? I feel like he'd have it like on the fire all the time. So if you pop in for a cup of tea, he'd just pour it out of there, and then he'd be the one like maybe adding a little dram of rum or something in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh it my God. Just, yeah. He would have like none of the tech, none of the devices. And somehow it'd be like the most delicious tea you've ever had. And it's like, I don't, this is like three days old. How does this taste so good? Like, <laughs> I would love to know what you would serve Snoop Dogg. Well, he's chill as fuck, right? So he, yeah. um, what's the chill AF is what, is that what the cool people say? I don't know. <laughs> that's what the A platypus yeah. listeners say. That's what, that's what the girl okay. in that Am I the Asshole story would Yes. She'd be like, he's slay AF, babes. So chill AF. So he definitely doesn't need anything in the Stevie category. He needs to be in the match end. Because, yeah, I think maybe he's a little bit too chill sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, come on, let's get on stage and do something cool. Maybe counteract whatever he's already consumed. <laughs> <laughs> what, what could you possibly be implying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so green matcha? Green? Yeah, I yeah. think he's a matcher, maybe an ice matcher though, because it's got to be a little, it's got to be trendy for him. Sure, it's, sure. Yeah. And he lives in California; it's warm. He wants something true that no one else got that makes him kind of cool. So he doesn't want a normal matcher; he wants an ice matcher. Yes. I feel like he would love all of the brudini, the cold brew. Like he would have all the devices. Yeah. I don't know if we could give him a brudini because I think within a day he is finding some way to turn that into a bong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, he, he'll be coming up with some interesting blends himself. He'll be hey, packing oh a God, bowl with no. some. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, we have the man himself, the owner of all that is good in the world. Our show mascot, Bob the Cat. Now, we will, of course, acknowledge disclaimer that cats probably shouldn't have tea, but... Yeah. <laughs> Actually, mm -hmm. so really? we had a tea developed called um, Cat Pajamas. <gasps> okay, because, stay with me here. So there's a root called Valerian that's really, really good for sleeping uh, for humans. It's like catnip for cats. They absolutely love it. And I found this out accidentally because we brought out a tea with valerian in it and a couple of our fans were messaging us like, my cat's going mental with my post. And we had photos and videos of cats trying to like get into the tea and like <laughs> rolling in the tea, sniffing it and like going crazy. So I did some research and it is actually like catnip. So we released cat's pajamas as a bit of a play on that, which was for humans. But basically if you give the tea bag to the cat, they just absolutely love They just want to like rub it on themselves. So that's what I would do. I feel like I need to get Bob some cat's pajamas. <laughs> and also a little pair of pajamas. And all, Yes, um, <laughs> both in the tea sense and in the real sense, because he would love to be cozy while sipping his while sipping his tea. Um, I wonder if you like just brewed catnip, like cold brewed it. Would a cat like that? I don't know. Something to test. Yeah. Going to go do some experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to do now, Chrissy, is we'll record our outro, which means I have to, on the spot, come up with a, <laughs> a, a bad segue. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, who is it? Who is it? It's a platypus. No way. Yeah. Famous, famous rapper, a platypus? Yeah. He was just making some custard. <laughs> and he was wondering if he should make extra, if we could be around to, to hang out with him and have some of his rhubarb. I'm on my way. <laughs> well, then I guess we have to wrap up the show. Welcome to the outro, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Now, before we head on down to the platypus's house, I have to know, because this is an educational show, what did everyone learn today? Oh, I learned that jasmine tea smells absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. I learned about this reishi, reishi tea. Ah. That's... Interesting. I had heard in The Good Place a joke made about Oprah's mushroom garden cold brew. I just thought it was a joke. I didn't realize that was a real thing that actual people did. I say actual people. Californians did. <laughs> I learned about what Edward Cullen actually probably would smell like, just according to, to literature, which I think is something that if you asked me two hours ago, I would have been like, yeah, that's not essential information for my life, but now it is. And I'm I'm very happy that it's in my brain. It's going to stay there. Well, that is just about our time here. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the radio at a platypus's house, wherever you're listening. We're glad you tuned in and we'll see you in two weeks for another episode. Give us a follow on what.tfpodcast on Instagram. Chrissy, where can people keep up with you? Where can people keep up with Burden Blend? 
You can catch Burn and Blend on Instagram and all socials, Burn and Blend Tico. And you can get me on Instagram, Chrissy Smith, Demicologist. Love that. Or stop into your local Burn Blend store. Yeah, well, I should have said that as well. Yeah. We can <laughs> <don't laughs> buy some tea. I saw on the Instagram you're gonna be on TV soon. Yeah, we that are is awesome. A new Amazon Prime show that's kind of like Apprentice Cross the Dragon's Den. Oh, sick! But yeah, I'm one of the judges on episode four. Oh, that's amazing! Sick. You know when you someone starts a word and you think that they're gonna finish it somehow differently? I thought you were gonna say it's the Apprentice Cross with Drag Race. I want that. That would yes. Be <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah. like yeah. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. When can people catch your episode? So I think it's out from the 1st of June on Amazon Prime called Ready, Set, Startup. And our episode is episode four and it's called Terrific Tension. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, salacious. Wow. <laughs> it is like Drag Race now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we truly wrap up, if there was some kind of product collab where we were doing a... I don't know. WTFT. Chrissy, what would you recommend as a blend for this show? To be honest with you, I, I think that I'm going to throw that back at you because Ooh. my job as chief hematologist, which I named myself, by the way, <laughs> is to, you know, create blends and consult on, you know, what people want to drink. So you could tell me like three things, flavors, vibes, anything at all, and then yeah, I could make that. We could make this a reality. Absolutely. Incredible. Well, let's let's real quick. Everyone pick a flavor and or vibe. I'll yeah. go first. Zesty. I was going to say zingy. I was going to say citrusy. OK, well, well, there we go. Yeah. A very one note. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, yeah a lemon and orange. <laughs> it's just orange juice. <laughs> yeah. There's no depth of flavor. I think it also needs to be really like quite versatile. So you can do lots of stuff with it. I agree. Yes, I would absolutely. agree. Cold brew, matcha, milk, all the different things. So leave it with me. Incredible. 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 <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll coordinate later on we'll that. We'll be in touch. <laughs> WTF. I've been waiting to say that all episode. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, Chrissy. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you. It's been brilliant. And well, everyone, if, if you have any tea left, Oh, are we going to slurp oh, it? God, we're, we're just going to give it a quick it. slurp directly okay. into the mic. Right. Sorry, everyone at home. <sighs> All right. Cool. Well. Yes, thank you again yeah, so much thank for, you so much. for, thank for joining you for us. Me. You also have definitely made more work for yourself by discussing a WTFT because I will be in your inbox. <laughs> Meg is going <laughs> to, Meg yeah. will be cursing the day. Yeah, Meg's going to regret ever contacting. <laughs> That's cool. I'm sure we can make that happen. That'd be oh, awesome. Yes. I think, I think it should. Uh, <laughs> perfect. All right. I think I yes. need to go buy some cat's pajamas tea now. Yeah. <laughs>